The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Good morning. Corn hit a 52-week low. What's it mean to you? We'll get into that. We have a bunch of good charts and graphs doing our best to simply explain what's going on in the ag markets. We have none other but Connor B. Connor B., welcome to the show. Hey, happy Monday. I'm doing well. Did you watch a little football yesterday? Yes, my Bears won. I'm not used to saying that. We are on a two-game win streak, Tommy. Bad day for the brothers who, uh, for anyone dating Taylor Swift, didn't do so well <laughs> yesterday. And a yep. uh, lot, of, lot of bad calls. But, hey, speaking of bad calls, let's make a good call and explain to everyone what is going on in the markets. Yeah, first one we got, Tommy, natural gas down 10%, right? Unbelievable. I don't know if you, you were showing me that chart before we jumped on. Yeah, I can, I can pop that up. I'll pop it up yeah. real quick. Hey, everyone, this is a weekly chart. This is natural gas. We're going to talk about what it means to you. Not my prettiest chart ever, but doggone it, it's a chart. There we go, buddy. Yeah, it that tells the weekly chart. Yeah, and it tells the story. What a uh, what a collapse, even from that low. Uh, you know, we're down to. I wonder what what, what was that, Tommy? Was that two year lows on that gas? Yeah, yeah. And when the Russia Ukraine war happened, we we had a massive spike in that gas, and there's been a lot of things that have happened. But nonetheless, we have to express over and over. Stocks are something you want to buy and hold, a.k.a. Warren Buffett. It's worked out okay for him. But commodities are something that go up really fast, and they come down really fast. That prior example would be of something that came down really fast. What's it mean to you, the American farmer, the producer, the livestock producer, someone with a a, a barn full of hogs? Well, right now, the temperatures are are above normal. I'll be traveling up to North Dakota this week. It's warm up there. But it's winter, and we will get cold at some point. So, we like to buy low, sell high. This is an example of someone's out there who needs that actual energy buy low. It's also another example of deflationary pressures. Keep an eye on crude oil. Keep an eye on that gas. Energies are super important. Let's keep plowing through the headlines, my friend. Yes, sir. Daily sale again. We got 4.8 million bushel of soybeans sold to unknown. Another good sale. And with that, let's look at uh, Friday. We had commitment on Trader. We had a USDA report, Tommy. We won't touch on it much. It was uh, not a whole lot. A lot of numbers changed. But COT report, and to your comment about corn, here's our corn COT. We're still at Black Lines 2023. We're at close to as short as we've been since. What does that go back to? Uh, Quite a while. We have four or five years in there. Yeah. Yeah. 20 since uh 2020 and we had a lot of reason to be short corn in 2020 in the summer of 2020 so unbelievably short uh uh could be a recipe right that's where we get into the coming months right if we see them cover that short that's where we could see some excitement in the market and, and we had someone ask a comment about that i'll uh i'll pull it up real quick this was a uh a comment from none other but Mr. Drew Mort. This is a great comment. I don't know if it's stump the chump day or whatever, but we will take all the questions <laughs> you have. Where do you expect implied volatility in Cornval to be year end? Good time to purchase options. That's yeah. a great question because go ahead, you take it. 
Absolutely. Like you said, Tommy, good time to buy low, sell high. Right now, just looking at it fundamentally, we're not digesting a whole lot of news on corn, right? Bullish, we're looking at good sales. We like to see that. The market likes to see that. We've got yield. You know, we're, we're waiting to see what the USDA or US final yield is going to be in January. We're going to wait and see what the Safrina corn crop is. So typically, just looking at it fundamentally, we're going to be low vol. What does that mean going through when we start getting more of the unknowns and the trade starts digesting them? I think we can see volatility pick up, don't you? Yeah, we. it historically doesn't go much lower than here. So where will vol end? I'm not worried so much. Instead of answering the question, where will vol end? Would you like to buy something on sale? It could become worth less, like, like a TV at Best Buy. TV at Best Buy is for sale for you've never seen a TV this cheap. It can get cheaper. Trust me. They actually are. A great analogy. <laughs> and this is how Vol got you know, the title today. How did Vol get to a 52 week low or volatility? Corn volatility is at a 52 week low. Corn volatility is currently at 1617. And how did we do that? This 40 cent range. So take a call a dollar above the market, take a put a dollar below the market. They are very affordable, but the market doesn't think we're going to move too much out of this band. Caution, if we do move out of this band, that would be called a breakout, and we tend mm -hmm. to go with it. So if we break out to the upside, not a false breakout, a real breakout, if we break out to the upside, look for buying to come in or shorts to be covered. If we break to the downside, the shorts will have uh, the whole group of people who are long commodities pinned, and there is a group of people who are long Last week, Connor, I had mentioned that the American farmer is going to stay in control of their crop. The banker's not going to be able to tell you you have to sell your crop. You don't even have an operating note, many of you watching this right now. When I say you're going to stay in control of your crop, you will. If it breaks out, you'll be in control. If it goes down, you won't. You, you'll be in control. When will they lose control of their crop? Next harvest. When we start to, if we grow a huge crop next year, you will see an incredible amount of bushels hit the market in August and September. I wish we could take a time machine to then and see where corn's trading <laughs> back in. We'll still be doing live at nine back then. Hey, Absolutely. it's meeting season, Connor. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, great graphic Rick uh, made for us here. Meeting season again. Uh, feel free. Give us a call. Send us an email. Tommy and I are one of the other people at part of uh, ATI, ATI Pro Media. We'd love to come do a little meeting, do a little uh, marketing talk. And uh, yeah, give us a call. So uh, one thing, Tommy, I wanted to add a little color. The forty cent range, five dollars down to what was that? Four sixty, right? That's our range. That's mm -hmm. what we've been trading in since August first. For anyone that's listening, uh, feel free. We can show you that chart as always. But yeah, let's go a couple more slides. Just give people a general feel of the funds. And yep. uh, we'll here we go. For the day. Here, here's the commodity that's been fun to talk about, at least for me, is wheat, right? And as we were talking, what a month ago, Tommy. Uh, the wheat market, we, the funds were very short, right? China saw that. China saw the low wheat prices. They started buying wheat in uh, a huge fashion the past couple of weeks. And we've seen the shorts cover, right? We've seen, if you see that little uptick the past week, we're seeing them uh, cover their shorts, get a little bit more long. Still sitting at relatively uh, short position, though, historically. And then soybeans, opposite, right? Uh, soybean market, we're uh, long, we were very long with the dryness in Brazil. The funds took some of that off. They started selling it and reduced it. But looking at Brazil and looking at weather, it would be interesting to see where we're going to be in the next couple of weeks because the GFS model hasn't served us very well these past months. It hasn't been super accurate, but we are still dry, calling for dryness in Mato Grosso, northern Brazil. 
and calling still for wetness in southern Brazil. Here's a couple of facts for you, Tommy. Mm-hmm. October 1st through December 9th, second driest since 1979 in Mato Grosso. And we have the have and have nots. You go down to southern Brazil, second wettest since 1979. Mother nature, large and in charge, buddy. Couple Absolutely. things. That's a great statistic there. If the funds continue to get out of their long beans and the funds continue to cover their short and wheat, we can come into the new year with the funds at like net net zero that would continue to bring volatility down. Not good for the American farmer. You want people getting in and out of the markets. Remember, you want to buy dips, sell rips. Of course, the American farmer is always long. Look for chances to sell that rip. And we're going to talk more about that. You know, the scariest thing we talked about today, Connor? That natural gas down 14%. The fact that commodity market can move 14% a day. If corn moved down 14%, it would be on its second day of limit. I'll leave you with that one, buddy. Yeah. Can we talk to our favorite, Grisafi? Let's roll it. See you, buddy. See you tomorrow at 9. Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time.